16. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. It's the Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that explores the stories of those who have gone missing. I'm your host, Carl, and today we are looking into the case of Review Girl Hannah. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just dropped, easy for you to say, part 14. Producer Chris and I went through two more chapters of Stuttering John's amazing book of uh, his stand-up routine it turned into at a certain point. So that's worth checking out. Also, you can watch all these episodes live on Wednesdays and Saturdays. My schedule's been a little off lately, but we'll get back on that. Uh, Wednesdays at 5 with Trucker Andy. Saturdays at 2 p.m. with Who Knows Who. Also, tickets are on sale for the Magic Bag Friday, September 15th. WATPlive.com is where you can go to get those tickets. Uh, it's been promoted on the Drew and Mike show, and I have it under authority. The tickets are moving, so I know it's a little ways out, and I'm not a guy who buys tickets way in advance, but you might want to get on that sooner than later. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over us in the comments section. I'm happy to tell you, Hannah will be on to read reviews later in this episode. But first, today is a special Storytellers edition of WATP. I recently had an interview with Ski Mask, who exposes things Chad has done to him in real life that are pretty messed up, literally stopped him from getting work. And that is an act of violence. Uh, that to lighten things up, I'm going to play the portion from our second ever bonus show where Croge and I reminisce about the time the ice dopes opened for the Misfits and the drummer sucker punched both of us. I don't think I've ever put this on the main feed. If you're a Patreon or Supercast subscriber, you might have heard this, but it's worth listening to again. It's actually a very funny story and uh, and a rare treat to hear Croge on the show. I know uh, for the people who miss Croge, you'll be able to uh, hear that. So we got a couple uh, storyteller edition things. And then at the end, stick around because Hannah, the review girl, is here to give us an update on where she's been. Take your questions live on YouTube, and we'll also read some reviews and play a round of To Catch an Alien. Who doesn't want to do that? All right. Starting off with my interview with Ski Mask. Making his debut on WATP Ski Mask. I was on your show a few years back. I recall. Yeah, even uh, I think it was a couple months ago. But you didn't stay long, well, and that's for good reason. Well, <laughs> uh, I did come out a couple of months ago, but I was talking about you first had me on uh, years ago. Oh, when you, right. When you were right, just right. the MLC wrap up show. And uh, yeah. I was I was getting um, blasted pretty hard in MLC at that time, so I wasn't sure what to make of it when you invited me on. I'm like, okay, are these guys just going to tear me a new ass, or what's going to happen? But you guys are actually uh, very cordial. 
It's funny. Everybody thinks that when they're coming on my show, they're like, oh, don't, why would I even do this? I'm going to get ripped apart. I think Pat Out said the same thing. He was like, I, I, was, I think I was going to come on and just get trashed. No, nah, we have fun. Yeah, no, I wasn't I wasn't dreading it, obviously, because I came on, but I wasn't sure what to expect. You're like, no, no, no. It's all yeah. good, buddy. We're, we're fine. Um, so the reason why I wanted to have you on, and I appreciate you making some time on a, on a holiday like today, is because now when Chad went back on MLC last week, he was pissed that you were on there, and he right. made the comment that you almost got him deported from the Bahamas. Correct. And so, so he was saying that you had fucked with him in real life, and um, Kevin just goes, oh, yeah, I forgot about that kind of thing, and they just kind of brush it aside. So I didn't know what that story was. Uh-huh. And then I happened to tune in to uh, MLC Saturday night, and you started talking about it more in depth, and I went, this is an interesting story. I think, <laughs> I think we need to break this down a little bit, especially considering what's going on with Chad right now. So yesterday, <laughs> yeah, yesterday, Chad <laughs> fell off his bicycle and was hospitalized. Let me pull up that post. Yeah, I, we re, I read it uh, in depth yesterday, the, the post. We went sentence by sentence to see... Uh, what? Why he fell off his bicycle, and uh, of course another story to victim blame somebody else once again, and then of course I'm sure you saw his post from this morning. Yes, we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, because I just got off the phone with my buddy Drew Lane, who also saw that post. He's like, "What is going on here? He wants to get his <laughs> wife fired now. What's that all about?" So yeah. it's pretty insane. What uh, what's been says, going on? You know, he he doesn't go after people's kids or families, but we've seen it time and time again. He's done it to pretty much everyone involved. Well, what's interesting is that he says, "Oh no, I'll talk about them," but I'm just all talk. I don't actually do anything. So then, when he threatens you and threatens to get your wife fired and stuff, you're supposed to think like, oh, "Okay, that's just Chad being Chad." Are you supposed to take it seriously? I'm yeah. not even sure what he wants us to do because he claims that he's harmless. I mean, I don't care who it is. Like anybody sending uh, some messages like that and not trying to be funny about it, you're going to probably take it seriously a little that's, bit. That's definitely the intention. That's <laughs> my point. There's no <laughs> other know. reason to do such a thing than to do that. Okay, let me pull this up. So this was yesterday morning. So Sunday morning, he usually does Kumi's Cucks at uh, 1 o'clock on Sundays. And he says, Unfortunately, I was in a bike accident an hour ago, and I won't be able to do Kumia's Cucks today at 105. I'm currently at the hospital getting checked out. Due to this, my channel getting three strikes from Kevin and my Twitter being suspended for six days, it's just not worth it for me. That sentence right there. What the hell is going on here? What does uh-huh. one thing have to do with the other have to do with the other? Due to this and my channel getting three strikes from Kevin. I mean, it's and did he learn his lesson last time? You figured he would post the photo with the wristband. It's right. like the boy who cried wolf. No yep. one believes this for a second. The, from the first sentence, you're just like, all right, this is bullshit already. Yeah. Also, the the bike accident, like to be hospitalized for a bike accident, is there there head trauma? Like, did you did he break a bone or something? Like, that's a weird thing. Like, normally, if you fall off your bike, you get some scrapes, you get up, you ride home. That's Unless it. you got yeah. really and hurt, in which case, I don't know that you're going on Patreon and posting an update while you're in the hospital. Correct. I don't know. It seems odd to me. And he posted it twice. Not twice, but you could tell uh, he edited it. Someone oh. posted that, too, uh, where he came back and fixed a couple of things that from the the original one. So he had some time. Funny. So, yeah, he has plenty of time uh, to, to write this stuff up. He's truly thinking about it. I don't know if it's the head trauma from falling off the bike, like you said. But, uh, you know... It, and what kind of bike is he riding? 
Kevin rides his bike every day in the city. He's in Tampa. I mean, how bad of an accident could this possibly be? Yeah, he's in like a suburb. I ride my bike in the city every day as well. And um, yeah, I know people are looking down at their phones and texting and stuff, but I've yet to be hit by a car. So I don't know. It's weird. Exactly. Uh, so (laughs) So then he says, Kevin couldn't beat me on just being funny. So he had to come for my channel and Twitter. He is worse than Hollywood canceling people. Kevin is a bitch and you're only being booked on his show to spite me. You are also a bitch going on his show. Okay. Now, a lot more to unpack here. First off. This is amazing. Yeah, this is insane. I I mean, (laughs) the ramblings of a maniac. So let's think about this. He says that he went after my channel because he couldn't beat me on just being funny. Chad, you weren't even trying to be funny. We watched some of those uh, stream snipes that you did, or snipe streams. I watched most of them because, I mean, they make me feel good just watching a lunatic lose his fucking mind. Yeah, he wasn't. I don't know if I could say that. He wasn't making fun of them or anything like that. He was just, yeah, he was just freaking out, yelling liar, <laughs> so, you know, whatever he was doing. But it's like, no, you were stealing his content and making money off of it, which is why copyright law exists. Correct. So and, other people and, uh, can't make money off your the stuff. The only part about that show that was even close to being funny was the hype train because it's just so ridiculous. But the funny thing about Chad, and he doesn't even realize this, is that he's actually taken on the stuff he made fun of Aaron for doing, but he does it worse. Like he's right. asking for likes and he's doing the hype train and asking for money and stuff like that. And he, he pretends he's like, oh, no, I'm just goofing on Aaron. It's like, no, 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 you're actually now become worse than what Aaron does on his show. Yeah. Begging for because money. The first, I think the first time or the second time he did it, like money was pouring in for him because people yep. were like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. So now he's actually taking that and just doing the same thing. It's like – and. I don't know if he thinks people are laughing with him, I mean, but we're not. We're laughing at him. <laughs> I know. He thinks, he thinks he's killing it with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right so, That's the whole point of watching that. So he says, Kevin is a bitch, and you're, you're only being booked on his show to spite me. Now, who is he talking about there? Earl? So there's a couple of things that I, uh, I think that he's talking about Melton here. At first, I thought it was uh, me because I did the Saturday night on the right. MLC. But I think he's talking about Melton here and, and because they announced that uh, Monday's with Melton. Uh, and we were talking about it a little bit Saturday. And as we know, Chad and Melton, are you know, they're kind of friendly. So I think he, he's saying uh, Melton's only going to go on MLC to spite him. Or is he talking about anybody who goes on MLC? Well, yeah, I, I, it, <laughs> it's hard to say because it could be you. It could be me. It could be Ray DeVito. It could be right. any number of people who are out of the Chad business now who go on MLC. Because <laughs> I think every single person that goes on there has, has a problem with Chad and vice versa. At this point. So what happens if when Florentine uh, makes his debut, uh, not debut, but return appearance on MLC? Is he only doing it to spite Chad? I hope he does come back. That would be awesome. I'd, l- I'd love to hear what Florentine's take is on all of this because it's not that he goes out of his way to defend Chad by any means, but you know he's definitely held up their friendship. And right. uh, and is, is you know that that's the go to for everyone. They're just like, how bad a guy can Chad be? Florentine likes him. It's like, well, well, and I and I've I've heard it before too. I think Florentine said it. He he doesn't like to do MLC because it's his favorite show to listen to. Mm-hmm. So whenever he does an appearance, he's like, well, now I don't have an episode. But I think now that there's so many episodes, you know, it shouldn't be a fucking uh, that's a, true. A problem at it's all. on what six days know? a week now. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. All right, so we don't know what he's talking about, but maybe, yeah, uh, Melton's going to be on, on Monday, so that could definitely be it. And uh, thanks to everyone who has my back on this pile-on. Again, I appreciate it. So that's um, that's Sunday morning, 
And of course, a lot of people tweeted this out, including myself and uh, some fun conversations going on on Twitter about that because no one's believing. It just doesn't make any sense. You'd go from the bike accident thing to immediately into pissed at Kevin and Melton. And he's and what happened to the chat from just a few days back where he's like, Come on, man. I was just fucking around. Can we just right. take the strikes off my he channel? He was so sad on that episode. Yeah. It was like, can you just please take my strikes away? It's like, I don't, no, I, I don't know. Uh, hashtag keep the strikes. Uh, but yeah, he posted this at 1030 a.m. So how does he know that he's not going to be? He's just getting checked out at a hospital. How does he know he's not going to be able to do a show at 105 p.m.? Right. It doesn't. None of it makes any sense. Obviously, that's hours away. I think he he wants sympathy. The problem with Chad is that he doesn't stick with one strategy very long. So it's like if right. you want people's sympathy and you want to show that you got knocked off your bike and you're in a lot of pain or something, like okay, go with that. But he immediately gets right off of that by posting this today, and uh, <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> So fair use, bitches. Like yeah. I hate uh, any grown man that uses like calls people a bitch. It's just it's sad. I don't know. I've always didn't like that. All caps also annoys the shit. <laughs> oh out of my me. god! All right. So now he's announcing he's got a new episode of Mud Shark Loves Misery. He says this whole weekend I studied YouTube community guidelines, top to bottom. What about that time you were riding your bike and go to the hospital? Anyway. This whole weekend, I studied YouTube community guidelines top to bottom, and there is absolutely nothing Kevin do against me in a court of law in regards to fair use. I tried to do the right thing, but Kevin shoved my face into shit during the process, so now it's all out war. The reason why I didn't stop is because that was all one sentence. Chad's adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't exactly. understand you can punctuation. Hit. Well, that's why he fixed. He had to fix his uh, first one that he typed yesterday. I mean, there was run-on sentences, and then even some of them are like there's no... None of it makes it. I don't know. He cannot I this, type. I do this crazy thing where I proofread before hitting send. I don't know. Am I the only I one who does that? I always do that. It's, no, not at all. Smart I, thing I, that's do. what I like about uh, the Twitter blue is they're like, hey, you could check this out for two minutes before it'll send. Oh, they do that on there? I didn't know that. <laughs> I think so, yeah. And then, Or you can click send now anyways. All right. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. This whole thing where now he's saying that he's going to win in court or his fair use, it's not getting to court. It's This is on YouTube. YouTube has deemed this inappropriate, and those strikes will not be removed. I, I don't think. My my favorite part about this heavily ran on sentence is uh, during the process. There's no there's no process. You got <laughs> stricken because you were breaking the rules. There's right. no no one's working with you. <laughs> I know, and and that's the thing too is like how many times is Chad going to talk about how he's got attorneys and he's doing he's doing this and he's going to do that? And it's like none of it ever comes to fruition. It's always a right. lie. So it's like Chad, you're such a one trick pony, and now you've been exposed for so long over so much time that <laughs> no one takes you seriously. You've lost all credibility. I mean, you lost credibility a while ago, but now. Everyone yeah. knows that. I mean, just to piggyback off what you were saying earlier, you know, if he wanted people to feel sorry for him, post the scars, post yeah. the, you're in the hospital. Let's see some photos, you know, and uh, some proof. I mean, no one's going by your word, Chad. Absolutely, uh, no one is. No, in, in fact, if he really did get hurt badly uh, in a bike accident and and didn't show any proof, there's going to be so many memes. I was like saving hilarious memes to my hard drive last night because I'm like, oh, this is fucking funny. You know, the the funny one where the guy's putting the spoke. Be- or putting the thing between his spokes so and smashing his that face. Me- that meme I've had on my phone for three years. Yeah. Uh, since 2020, someone made it of him crashing a bike. 
and I, I was trying to look for the old one. I'll, I can tweet it to you real quick if you want. It's well, classic because this, it's a little bit different one, because it has a, the Carl. This new one is really funny because of the faces that they use because they use the black eye Chad after he falls down. Because it's almost like um, how South Park does Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, they just have it's, a few different photos of him. And so he's like, he's like smiling and all happy go lucky. And then he's like, devious Chad, you know, setting up his own accident. And then he's down to the ground with the black guy holding his knee. It's just hysterical. I mean, like, he. He does it to himself, and at this point, I don't know if he's just doing it. On, like, there's no way he's doing this on purpose. No, he's not like, smart enough. Right? Exactly. He's not smart exactly. enough to have like a bigger a scheme or plan. Anyway, let me get back to this post. This is insane. So then he writes in all caps: "I won't stop until his wife is fired from her job." Talking about Kevin Brennan. Kevin's. What the fuck is that? That's where you lose everybody, Chad. What are you trying to accomplish here? You want her to be fired from her job? Well, why? that's why I like the sentence that follows up after it, because he clearly doesn't have anything, and he's he's admitting it right there. Yeah, give me any information you can get to me, because I'm going up against everyone. All right, yeah, so that's the whole thing. He's, he's like, I want to get her fired. What can I get her fired for? Like, what can I tattle right. on her about? Like, really? Most employers <laughs> don't give a shit about a troll on the internet who has a vendetta against a spouse. Exactly. I get, they wouldn't. Even, they'd be like, "What is this?" And, and then you would just be like, "Oh, it's somebody just trying to. Yeah. They're mad at my husband or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. My my husband's a pretty famous comic. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you've seen him on TV a bunch of times. And uh, <laughs> he's got he's got some people who are jealous of him. So I'm sure they'd be like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." Correct. All right. Yeah, so then I he says, think about it like that. Then he says, "You want to play dirty, striking channels? Let's play dirty." And then all caps again. I want all the channels to get striked. Kevin set this tone, so now it's your duty to strike everyone. This is what we do now. <laughs> I didn't even read that last one. Okay, this is your duty to yes. strike everyone. <laughs> yeah, his his supporters now have to go around and strike everybody because Kevin started this. Now, again, I was not happy with Kevin striking Chad's channel until I learned that Chad was going on telling people to report Misery Loves Company. It's like, that's Correct. bullshit. Don't tell people to report people. Don't try to get the government involved or YouTube or, like, just... This is tattletale bullshit. You're being a child when you resort to that. And I do have to say that like two or three of the Chad's quote-unquote supporters are those guys on Twitter who do shit like this, which is funny to me. You know, like they just want to see this this chaos and they're, you know, doxing, right. all that stuff. So I feel like he's directly talking to them with the army helmet. It's your duty. It's your call of duty to do this. Why? Because you lost? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Well, aren't, aren't even those people sick of his shit, though, at this point? No, I mean, we, you know, I think one of the guys, he's a longtime MLC fan, and, and he's, like, trashing MLC a little bit now. Oh, all so, right. Team Mudshark. So these guys are, yeah, there's, like, two or three of them who are heavily Team Mudshark, and the same two to three people who post uh, photos of your family, people who don't want, you know, any uh, resolvement in this. All right, now, Ski Mask, I don't know your background very well. And uh, so, you know, I was watching the show and we played a clip of it where Chad was waiting to come on for like 40 minutes while you were still on the show. And he comes on and uh, he goes, I don't know why you're having this guy on. I don't know if he called you a handyman or something. I don't know what he said to you were. Yeah. And he, he goes, this guy tried to get me deported from the Bahamas. He's a bad dude. And I, I have the, the uh, text thread here. I don't know if you want me to go through that. If you want to give me some background first. Yeah, I mean, we can run. That's funny, the handyman thing. You know, the only reason he knows that is because one of those uh, trolls and supporters got me 
banned from my handyman app. They made a bunch of accounts. They found my account. Great. And uh, it left me a, a shit ton of reviews. You can only get like two to three bad reviews before you're booted for life. So I lost that gig. All right. So when uh, Chad says that. he never does anything, he just talks shit. He never actually does anything. I mean, that's an example of him pushing for something bad to happen to someone in real life and ha- making it happen. So he's <laughs> right, lying exactly. about that. All right. Yeah, I got banned. I can't even do it with a new email because you got to do social security, all that stuff. So sure. I can't do it anymore. But yeah, we could pull this up. Uh, this is, uh, I had more, I, I, you know, I talked about it on Saturday on MLC or uh, maybe Wednesday about the, the text thread between Paul Finns and him that I had. And they were Apple iPhone text, text messages. Yeah. The next day, I had no longer had those. And these are from 2020. So I think that he somehow got the phone company to delete them or something because wow. I still have the I still have the text messages. I don't have the i messages, but I had them the day before because I screenshotted it and sent it to Paul Fins. No shit. I was shit. like, never forget when he tried to do this to you. So this this here is a uh, here's a thread between Chad and I. Uh, what less than a year ago it looks like. Yeah, I uh, I took my girlfriend to uh, the Ray DeVito taping in New York City, and of course somebody had to. Uh, uh, tweet or send up a picture to Chad of uh, my girlfriend here. Okay. So uh, here's another example of him going against people who don't want anything to do with any of this. <laughs> so he, he says, um, how do you feed that tub of shit girlfriend? She's so fat. And so he initiated this conversation, obviously, with that. Right. <laughs> because he had me blocked on the text. You write back, yeah, send pics. Call me. I'm serious this time. It isn't okay for someone who isn't in the world to be picked on. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, we're bringing in girlfriends now into this. What are we Pick doing? on me. Right. You know, you got something on me? <laughs> Again? He says, nah, you don't call the shots or make the rules, dude. I called Chuck because he was manipulated by you. He was innocent by standard. You will pay, and I kept score. Keep coming at me. Right. You're done. <laughs> so here, and it has been confirmed, people, because I, I teased it a little bit. Uh, I've had multiple people call Chuck to see if it's real. Chad called Chuck crying on the phone, begging him not to come. and Because he talks shit about Chuck Jones' family. And Chuck Jones doesn't like it when people talk about his family. So good old Chucky booked plane tickets to Tampa and posted it on Twitter. And Chad called him crying, begging him not to come. Can you give me a little background on, on Chuck Jones? I thought he was a uh, you know, bugle player, jazz, uh, Chuck jazz Mangione, uh, musician. He's, uh, he's one of the original beautiful boys of MLC. Uh, All-around good egg, fan of the shows. And I was dating his sister at the time. Okay. And uh, so he was talking trash about Chucky's sister, and uh, Chucky just, without making a huge deal about it, booked tickets to go to Tampa, because through our friend groups, we know where Chad lives, yep. and uh, and he just posted his itinerary, where he's going to be doing on Twitter, and Chad saw it, and called him and begged him not to come, because Chucky doesn't, we, we can all sit, you know, oh, it's bad, but it's a bad move. Chucky's quiet. He'll, he'll just slowly be down there. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a 100% Italian guy, so he doesn't really take that shit too well. <laughs> I always say, like, when people, I've gotten death threats and things, and when, when people, like, make right, threats to you. it doesn't bother you, me. Right, because you, people who are actually going to do shit, keep it quiet. They want to keep it on the yeah, DL. That's exactly get what done. he did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And uh, w- but he agreed to 
to not uh, completely smash Chad's face in. He went down there anyway and just went on a fishing trip. But uh, that was his intention was to... So you reply, just got the phone with Chuck. He is a brother to me. He will destroy you if I say so. And I would do the same for him. And so Chad says, are you threatening me? Go try to manipulate him. I already got my scouting report on you, bro. Do I have your girlfriend's name? So I have your girlfriend's name. So let's play ball. Why does he say, do I have your girlfriend's name? So let's play ball. It's hard to read his stuff. It's not grammatically correct. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, you know, these are all drunk tweets because, you know. Well, you can tell because it says PM next to the time. Correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you know. So then he, and, I, and, and it, to be to be honest, I was a little bit drunk uh, texting here too. So. Sure, but so, I was I didn't initiate the conversation. No. Seven minutes later, he says, "I've met many, many manipulating weasels like you. You use people, and you're messed. You've messed with the Ryan. You messed with the wrong dude. My apologies to your fat fuck girlfriend." Now, the the thing about Chad, and I've noticed this about a lot of dumb people. They think that everyone thinks like them. So right. Chad literally tries to manipulate people. That's what he's always trying yes. to do when he's trying to get people to report people. And I mean, I, I'll bring it back to this story again. One of the first times he ever met Kevin Brennan, he wanted Kevin to go after Kelsey Cook for him. So uh-huh. Chad's always trying to do this. He thinks that you can manipulate people to do stuff for you. Now, people are just going to do what they're going to do. Now, right. there are some people who are more convincing than others to get people to, into action. But the fact that he thinks that you're in the manipulation game here. It's called narcissism. Yes, correct. Because I, I'm guessing that if Chuck wants to kick his ass, it's because Chuck wants to kick his ass. Correct. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't have a show. He's right. just a fan. All right. And then the, he posts, the, I guess this is the photo of your girlfriend. Right. We're just enjoying the night out. Yeah, she looks cute to me and whatever. And I actually like what your comeback is here. He, so he, he posts a, a photo and says, disgusting. And then you say, call me if you want to talk. And he says, never. And so right there, I got to give you props. It's like, dude, do you want to hash this out? Let's have a phone call. What are we doing? We're just going to... Yeah, call me. Let's talk. Text let's, back you and know, forth. If, if I did something that was so bad. Yeah, I don't I don't like to text. It's. It, I think it's childish. Yeah. You know, just just call me if you have a problem so we can hear the tone of voice. Right. And he says, never. You can't, you can't pick up on tone in, in a text. Right. And so you write back, how come there isn't one photo of you with a lady? Which I've wondered the same thing myself. And then he says, your comebacks are terrible. You keep, keep digging a grave. You're not a smart man. <laughs> Coming from Chad. Now I'm just fucking with him Yeah, now I'm just fucking with him. I came back. I would have to wipe it off your lip. Uh, bro, you are so unfunny. I play the long game. And congrats on getting your girlfriend fired. I take my time with info. You messed with the wrong dude. So Chad pretending that he's got this grand scheme in life is the funniest thing. He's 48 years old. He right. has nothing going on. His only source of income was a YouTube channel that was struck down, and now he's backed into a corner and crying like a bitch and threatening to get people fired. So this idea that he ever has a long game is insane. Right. And then, uh, yeah, so I was originally going to go with Chucky to Tampa and film the altercation. Okay. But I ended up having to pull out, so that's why I say I'll see you in Tampa. Well, also, he's threatening to get your girlfriend fired here. Correct. What the fuck did she do? Why does he think he can get people fired from their jobs? I know the chick <laughs> has gotten fired from a lot of jobs, so he probably thinks that happens all the time. I've never been fired but from a job, is, and a lot of people have This is what's amazing. Yeah, I've never... Oh, I got fired one time for a drug test, but that's a different story. That's different. But, you know, yeah. Uh, what's funny about this is I'm starting to get when he's talking trash about these club owners, you know, at Snappers or wherever... 
you know, maybe it wasn't the club owners who, who treated you like shit. Maybe you were an asshole in those clubs, and that's why you have to rely on YouTube now. Yeah, I've heard, um, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that Chad's been kicked out of a comedy club or two for being a little bit too belligerent. I've heard he got kicked out of the the, the Ohio ones because um, he was messing with a lady and, and you know, I don't know the full details, yeah. so I don't. I won't go into it. I don't like to speak out of terms sure, here. Yeah, but who knows? That's when he went to L.A. because he couldn't work in Ohio. Right. <laughs> yeah. He literally gets to run out of town. It's great. Right. Um, all right. So he says, "You got nothing, dude. I don't like you at all." <laughs> that's that's no the funniest. Shit. I can tell. <laughs> that's so funny. You know what, man? I don't even like you. Like, well, no, I know we're past that. <laughs> and so you're right back. I don't care if you like me, Chucky. And I will see you next month. Unless you would like to squash the beef, then this is the end of the conversation. All right. So that's pretty well put. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Yeah, yeah I'm like, just trying to wrap it up. Yeah. Here, all right. Like, are we fighting or what? What's going on? <laughs> no. So then he says, him and I are, and he's supposed to say messaging, messaging each for the past hour. You're a complete manipulator. Just a liar <laughs> or a person. He means of a person. We have no relationship. So th- this, the way it's written is so Piss poor. I don't know how this guy, I know he got a 2.7 GPA and he's proud of that. I don't even know how he got that in college. Him and I are messing each other for the past hour. You're a complete manipulator, just a liar or a person. We have no relationship. And what's funny about this is I was I was living with Chucky at the time. Okay. Chucky, he got a, he got a message from Chad that said, can we talk on the phone? That was the conversation in the messages. <laughs> oh, so he thinks that he's playing this game. You're just like, no, nah, man, I got him on my side now. And you're sitting next to him on the couch. He has no idea. I'm living <laughs> yeah, with him. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> he says, you came at me, and now this is what it is. You cannot intimidate with anything. You cannot intimidate me with anything. Okay. And then you say, suck my fat cock. Chucky is, <laughs> Chuck is one of my I best friends. You made the mistake, asshole. Not even man enough to make a phone call. Fucking fraud. And he says, it's only because I don't respect you at all. Oh, that, that makes sense. You'll sit here and text with him all right. night, but you won't call him because you don't respect him. Sure, Chad. Correct. By the way, so happy to hear what happened to your brother. Couldn't have happened to a better family. Good night. I have a show in 45 minutes. That's yeah, going to be a good so show. What he, so what happened was, yeah, exactly. No one watched. Uh he he found my brother on Facebook and saw that he had just broken his ankle in three different places and was like he was about to go in for surgery. So that's what he, I'm so glad to hear what happened to your brother. And I'm just like, okay, so now you're really creeping hard. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the things that Chad does. He likes to be uh, an investigator on Facebook, as yeah. we learned from the Aaron Himmel thing. And it's not yeah. cute, but also and my brother was just laughing because he yeah. does these shows too, you know. Right. It's also <laughs> but he's like not. Those, he's not on Twitter. It's like it's like he broke his ankle. It's like yeah, well, it'll heal. I'll be all right. It's gonna yeah, be. A, a like, I'm, so gl- I'm so glad to hear that your brother got in a motorcycle accident, broke his ankle. It's like oh my god, that hurts so bad. I sent it to him, and but we were just laughing. Chad's the first person <laughs> to cry when they talk about his brother being run over. And it's just like, and you guys talk about my brother? It's like, you love talking about you know people's what? family. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, here, here he is trashing my brother, but uh, we're not allowed to speak about his. No, that's hurtful. It's going to hurt yeah, someone's This wasn't feelings. even something I said on the air. I'm like, okay, there's only one place he could have got that info is Facebook. <laughs> so then he says, ha not even close. Your brother can't even walk. Thank you, Lord, because you, you had said good luck with the 850 bucks you're going to make this week. Um. And that was even pushing it, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good weekend for him. Oh but... no, because no, because that's this. He's doing this when he's about to go to the Bahamas. 
Okay, right. So he says your brother can't even walk. And you said you can't even talk. I'm going to email this conversation <laughs> to the club in the Bahamas, Winky Face. Don't worry. Ray gave me the info. And he writes back, oh, my God, it will do nothing. And Ray was the feature when he was here and got paid feature money. KM the headline. Uh, Ray, didn't Ray did Ray make more money than Chad in Bahamas or is he the other way around? I can't remember. No idea. Uh, anyway, keep going knowing that I know about your girlfriend. This isn't going to end well for you. So just more threats. And you say, is that a threat, right. LOL? Ray is 10 times the comic you wish to be, fat fuck. And then uh, Chad I was says, doing a callback because he, he, he asked me earlier in the conversation if I was threatening him. Right, so right, like, oh, exactly. Is that a threat? Yeah. <laughs> so then he says, I'm bored with you. Uh, I want almost dealing with a retarded kid with comebacks. Good. I mean, it, when you're calling someone retarded and you can't form a sentence, not a good no, no. luck. Congrats on fucking up your girlfriend's life. Oh, yeah, this is all your fault. You fu- Somehow you fucked up your girlfriend's life. Right, yeah. I'm the one who's going to get her fired. <laughs> Chad has no responsibility in this at all. All right, well, that's convenient. <laughs> and then you wrote back, learn how to talk and get a job. Comedy isn't working for you. And then he says, keep digging. You're very dumb. Which, by the way, he actually used the correct your right there. I'll give him credit. He did. Give credit where yeah, credit's due. He thought due. about that one. I mean, if you could, is there minutes that go by between those two well, texts? He's, he's got he a 50-50 chance of getting it right. But, yeah, there were five, there were five minutes. And then, uh, is this how he wraps it up? Uh, oh, yeah. So there's a couple more here. I know it's driving you crazy, but I have no respect for you. You've been able to manipulate and tool people for a long time, but I see right through you. You prey on people. It's gross. It makes me think there is a God knowing what's happened to your brother. He watered it. All right. This is so stupid. So he thinks that God, to smite you, had your brother's ankle broken in three places? Right, right. He he thought he thought that you know since I'm a bad boy that my brother went over a triple jump and cased it and broke his ankle and it's my fault. He's so fucking retarded. He's so childish the way he 24 fights. hours away. He's in Texas. Oh god. Anyway, so then he says, "Still not as bad." Or you say, "Still not as bad as your comedy career." And then he writes back, "I got her and school's name." So I guess your girlfriend's either a teacher or going to school. I have Correct. that fat piece of shit's work contact. The, Bahamas, <laughs> the Bahamas have your info now. Bad move impersonating authorities, especially with warrants. You wrote back, blow me, loser. And he says, too bad you got your girl fired. And Yeah, so right then I knew, like, okay, they have my information, but they're not. what are they going to do if they even have my information? All right, so explain that part of it, because that's the part that we're that we're leaving out here. Is what happened with the Bahamas gig and your involvement there? Oh, you mean um, leaving out? Or you took it out of the combo? Oh, I didn't take it out. Should I keep going? Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. So then, uh, the it, the June twelfth, twenty twenty two. This is probably the next day. Yes. So. Eight in the morning. Uh, I yeah. love having your girlfriend's work info. Should I contact them Monday or Wednesday? Decisions, decisions. Ooh, that's Ooh. some threat right there. That's someone you know has nothing. Right. <laughs> that's that's what that's when I'm toying with him here. Right. So you wrote back Tuesday? I know. I'd you leave out Tuesday, Chad? <laughs> and then he writes back, this is on you. <laughs> and then you uh, write back, I will be on you next month, Daddy, with a smiley face. <laughs> he says, you keep digging holes for yourself, and you lie nonstop. Well, that's the other th- thing that's great about Chad when he calls people out for lying. You're always lying, am I, Chad? And, and right. what what in here am I lying about? I don't know. You know, is he, is he talking about me coming to Tampa or what? You know, ah, like, that's a good question. Yeah. And then uh, you wrote, if I were in the Bahamas, I would turn my phone off. However, I'm not obsessed with myself. 
get some help, dude. And I guess that's that, yeah. The end so of it. okay, I guess that part was left out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Basically, I'm like, I got hammered, and I'm reading through this stuff, and I'm trying to talk back, you know, be cordial, and just call me, call me, you know, we could talk about this, whatever. And so, fuck it. I picked up the phone. I called the hotel in the Bahamas, and I said, "Hey, you have somebody there who can't get out of the state of Florida named Chad Zumak." And uh, yeah, so they looked into it because I guess they don't get phone calls like that a lot. Now that's why he uses the name uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin when he stays at hotels now. So you can't call and uh, he uses Steve Austin as his sign right. name. So if next time next time he's at a hotel, just call and say, "Hey, I'm looking for you. Got a guy there named Steve Austin." All right, so. Basically, you did try to get his gigs canceled after this I, well, back and forth. People, here's, here's the thing that people don't understand is that they think I called the club. I called the hotel he was staying at. Uh-huh. So it never had anything to do with the gig. It was the hotel. Yeah, this is a screenshot I was able to get uh, to send to Paul when I had the blue eye messages. And then the next day after talking about this on Kevin's show, all of these messages were gone. All right. Explain this to me because this is so out of context. So this is when Paul Fins was a uh, he was a co-host of Ski Mask Collective and he also had a show called Offensive on my channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Paul didn't do anything. Chad got mad he couldn't get to me. So then he started text messaging myself uh, talking about Paul's family. Paul did a follow-up offensive show, which has since been taken down, where he basically went over all of the credit card stuff. And uh, i got to ask him and see if he still has a copy of it, because he's the one who took it down. And so, yeah, because he was like, holy shit, this guy's saying this about my family? And this is uh, 2020, folks. Three years ago, uh, this is happening, uh, going after families and do basically doing the same exact thing he's trying to do to Kevin now. Yeah, let me read so, this. Uh, yeah, yeah this go is, ahead. This, this is, is pretty amazing. damning. This is from Chad Zumach to Paul. Tell Paul... Wait, why is he saying... Oh, this is to you about your yes. co-host. Got it. Tell Paul if he doesn't give his child up for adoption, I'm calling child services on him. He shouldn't be a father with how he acts online. Now, <laughs> right there... These threats are so insane. No one's going to take you seriously, Chad. You're being vindictive. You have a vendetta. No one's going to sit there and be like, oh, this is a guy that talks shit about you on the internet and you want to uh, ruin his life? All right, yeah, we'll get right on that, sir. Thank (laughs) thank you for your phone call today. Uh, So it starts with, I'm going to have his his children ripped out of his home. And then he goes to, tell Paul his tattoos are hideous. And I finally heard his voice, (laughs) finally, and it's terrible. It's like, well, that... You should have started with the bad tattoos and then got to like, I'm going to have your child taken away. I, I don't even know what he's saying here because Paul really only has, I think, maybe one or two tattoos and you really can't see them when they're talking. I, I'm the one with the hideous tattoos. Yeah. So then he says, if he promises to give his child up for adoption, I'll forgive him. That poor kid needs to find a home so they have a fighting chance. So again... Chad's just worried about the poor kid. You know, he's just worried about the family, just like he was with uh, Aaron and his ex-wife. He just, you know, he just wants these kids to have a good life. Yeah, he's promoting a book just to really get the kids in a better home. What does he know about children? (laughs) He has everyone's (laughs) best interest in heart. Uh, So then he writes after that. So Paul said he's going to fight me? Ha ha, let me know. I would destroy him. I'm very easy to find. I post all my dates. I don't hide behind the fake names. I knew if I went after his wife and kid, he would say I went too far. 
He is so fucking okay. predictable. No, let's, that's let's break hilarious. this down. Yes, this, this is This isn't 2020 when he's saying, <laughs> I'm very easy to find. I post all my dates. Yep. Well, in 2022, he's still posting his dates, and Chucky knows where to find him. Yeah, and then he's crying, saying, please don't Correct. come and hurt me. Yes. <laughs> but the, the hilarious thing about this, because this is very similar to when we did a show about Chad passing out drunk on his own show. And Chad's comeback was, oh, that's so predictable, Carl. Oh, you're going to go after the show where I humiliated myself on the internet? Oh, wow, good one. Who knew you were going to do that? It's like, okay, weird angle to take. Do you know what my show is, Chad? It's who are these podcasts? Of course you're going to go after that. That would be the first thing you talk about on the next day. It would be stupid not to. So what, what Chad writes in this is he goes... I knew if I went after his wife and kid, he would say I went too far. It's so fucking predictable. No, that is too far. That's why it's predictable, it Chad. Because it is too They're far. They're not on the show. Right. It's just Paul on the show. Stop going you after people's to him. wives and kids. <laughs> why are you trying to get people's kids removed from them and their, their girlfriends fired from their jobs and now Kevin Brennan's wife fired from her job? It's insane. It's it's wild. It, it's a wild way to act, especially like you said at the beginning. Uh, you know him basically begging to get the strikes removed and turn it, doing a complete one eighty and going back to just Chad being Chad. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but yet he's winning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. What's shocking to me, and I think this is the definition of uh, retardation, is the fact that every move that Chad has made all along the way, and when we've been documenting it pretty well over the past few months, has worked out poorly for him. It's resulted in him getting less work, having fewer friends. Now, has he gotten hate viewers? Yes. I will say he did start to build up his channel with the hate viewers, and that started to work for him. But then, of course, he did the copyright violation, got the strike, so that's now gone for him, and I can't see a way that Kevin forgives him and, and lets him off the hook on this one. So at some point, Chad, you have to evaluate. You have to reevaluate. You have to sit back and say... Is the way that I'm approaching these issues I have with other people helping me in any single way? Because it really right. definitely and, is not. And so he he went after Levy, and I was saying it Saturday night, like, Levy shouldn't be the one advocating to have Chad back on. And I think right. Kevin was like, you know, okay, well, let's do it if Levy says it's okay because Chad was going after. So now, here we go again. Chad couldn't get to me, so he goes after Paul. Chad couldn't get to Levy, so now he's going to go after Brennan. And it's like, dude, are you gonna just let you let it just let it fizzle out a little bit, or just go away? I mean, I don't know. It's it's mind blowing. And yes, I'm a Patreon subscriber of his because when I listen, uh, frankly, it makes me feel so much better about my life when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> well, it's just, there's, there's a lot of reasons to listen to Chad's show, but uh, for jocularity <laughs> is not one of them. I'm not listening anytime, to that show. Anytime I'm thinking bad about my podcast, I just right. turn on an episode of his, and I'm like, oh, okay, never. Maybe I'm doing okay. <laughs> and and I have to say, like, I didn't realize when we started talking about Chad more and more on the show, I didn't realize that he was as bad at this as he is. He's taking a mm-hmm. different approach than Stuttering John has, but not a better approach. Definitely not no, better. I, I don't think. I don't think so at all. Not better. This is like they have a lot in common: being unfunny and very unintelligent. And I think that's the thing that um, is the problem for these guys who are, are trying to think three moves ahead. It's like, dude, just think about what you should do right now. Don't even worry yeah, about exactly. three moves ahead because you have no idea. You, you're not a chess player in this in any single what's, way. What's, I mean, the, 
he doesn't think about the long game a lot of times when he writes this shit. It's oh, like yeah. he wouldn't be living where he's living if it wasn't for Brennan. I mean, you know, he's with Gl- Gladwell Ape, gave him that apartment, and that was through Brennan. And right. Gladwell Ape's a number one Kevin fan, you know? Like, yep. he's, a, he's an original beautiful boy. So uh, I don't know what Chad really thinks about that type of stuff. Brennan's like, well, I kind of know where you live if I really wanted to. But Brennan's like, no, I'm going to play the long game probably and still end up coming out on top because, you know, that's the way he does it. What's your prediction for all this? Now, of course, by the time this comes out, things will probably have changed again, but uh, what right. do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I mean, uh, I decided to keep my mouth shut on this Mondays uh, with Melton thing. I think it's a fantastic move on Kevin's end because Chad does the Mondays with Mazer. Right. So Kevin knew it was going to really bother him. So yeah. I'm excited to see how that's going to go. I don't think it'll last uh, too long. But uh, I know that uh, Melton's going to be doing the merch for those guys, and that was kind of the trade-off for uh, that is for him to do once a week on MLC if he wants to if those guys want to sell their merch through Melton. Isn't it funny that like uh, Chad does these things like Kumi's cocks, and he tries to do these <laughs> things to, like get under our skin, and it doesn't work because we don't care because he's he's not a big deal and he's not good at this. But then when people do that shit back to him Mondays with Melton, like it does bother him, which is why he does what he does because he's so easily bothered by these things and and take it off. What's, what's also great is when he started the Kumi's cocks. If you can remember, I was originally on the logo. And then I came out on, a, I think it was MLC or my show, and I said, I was saying, like, I have transcripts of the stuff he said. And then, uh, what, it was like a week later, he just, all he did was just remove me from the logo. And, <laughs> you know, refused to say my name. It was like, Bob's like, oh, he really hates you, doesn't he? I'm like, I guess so. I guess so. It's that bad, you know? Well, congratulations like, oh, he's on a that. nobody. But it's like, uh, I think uh, Melton actually summed it up best. If I'm a nobody, I'm doing the same thing Chad's doing. We talk into a microphone over the internet. It's right. like, <laughs> Speaking of which, people can find uh, Ski Mask Collective on your uh, YouTube channel. Right. It's youtube.com slash Ski Mask Media. We have that show. And then uh, Stevie Lou and I wrap up MLC every Thursday directly following that show. And it's on all your audio uh, platforms, uh, Stevie and Ski after MLC. And then, of course, the flagship show every weekend. We try to do it on the weekends, make it a little bit easier for people out there. Awesome. And you're not doing the uh, Sad Chad episodes anymore. We ch- No, I mean, it, it got to, uh, I woke up one day and I was like, I don't feel like doing this anymore because it's the same thing. We're going to continue to talk about it, but I'm not going to solely base the show. So if you had said Chad in your playlist, all we did was just change the name of the show because right. there's too much going on out there just to talk about Chad. It was fun I mean, while it lasted, though. I know. You can't, <laughs> it, you no, can't it was a blast. Show. I yeah. loved it. For it was sure. getting way more viewers than my regular show, which seems to be, uh, you know, people are paying attention to what's going on out there with this madness. Now, uh, Ski Mask, are you heading to the beach today? Memorial Day? I think so. I mean, you know, we got to get outside and do something. Do you wear your Ski Mask to the beach? Of course I do. You should see this tan line, man. It's amazing. Hilarious. (laughs) All right, buddy. Thanks so much for hopping on and uh, joining the show. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I hope people are enjoying this. I know this, we do a comedy show, but I'm fascinated by this individual. I've never met anyone, in my, I don't know anyone in my life like Chad Zumach. I've never met anyone like this. He's, he's a it's criminal. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's, it's, and, he, and everything that he says about other people is a projection. And it, it literally is everyone else is rubber and he is glue. There, I said it. We're going to tell the story about when we opened for the Misfits. Curlis and I play in a band called The Isotopes. Yeah. We were asked by the owner of the Montage Music Hall. This guy, Randy, is a really nice guy. He has the Misfits coming to town. And he says, the Isotopes, would you like to open for the show? 
And I believe my reaction was, fuck to the no. Yeah. Our drummer is a huge Misfits fan for whatever Inexplicably, reason. yeah. Inexplicably, because he's a great musician. And, yeah, and the Misfits for me have always been one of those litmus tests. Like, yes. there are some things when people are like, oh, I love the Misfits. And I'm like, ah, yeah. like that. And that's before I was assaulted by him. That, that's yes. just, that's terrible fucking music. I hate Glenn Danzig. I that's hate everything awful. he's ever done. Awful. He's a cross between Elvis Presley and Jim Morrison. And he can't pull off either one of them. Yeah, he, yeah, the, the whole thing is bad. And it sounds bad. It and the sounds songs bad. The are terrible. songs are terrible. The, the songwriting fucking awful. sucks. Everything about the Misfits. And I've been, I can remember times in my life when I spent hours talking about how much I hate the Misfits. Yeah. In a row. Hours in a row. Oh, yeah. Talking about how much I hate the Misfits. Because I was in punk bands, and we were listening to punk rock, and I'm like, I like a lot of punk I can listen to The Descendants and Black Flag, and The Misfits are fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we are, opening for The Misfits. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't quite The Misfits, was it, Crush? No, it certainly wasn't, because that's one of those bands that, you know, they did, like, they had a one lineup in 1979 or 1980 or some shit that people yeah. are crazy about, and then everybody laughed immediately. And this yeah. one guy, the bass player of all fucking people. Jerry Only, who wasn't even an original member of the Misfits. Yeah, and can't play bass. He becomes then the bass player and singer. Correct. And boy, he can't fucking sing even worse than he can't play the fucking bass. So we open for the Misfits, and they're they're called the Misfits. And all the fans who wear the stupid Hot Topic shirts and have the patches, they're all there to see the Misfits. Because Jerry Only, with a guitarist and a random drummer are going to play Misfits songs. And they had as mu as many road cases of t-shirts as they did gear. I mean, it, oh, was, it was a rolling t-shirt They're a merchandise band. It's a rolling t-shirt uh, stand. It's not a band. Correct. So, quick background on our band, The Isotopes. We do instrumentals. We do not talk on stage. There's no microphones on stage. Instead, we have an announcer who communicates what we want to communicate to the audience in between songs. The mysterious isotope the announcer. The mysterious isotope announcer. No one knows who he is. No one could ever, no one's ever going to find out. He sounds a lot like Kevin, no, but who I, knows? No, but who, I, it could be anyone. Who knows who he anybody. is? So we get on there, and what we do is we treat every show like a roast. We make fun of the other bands, the venue, whatever's going on in the news. Doesn't matter. We just rip on shit. We start off this show. Apparently, our drummer pointed out to me that Jerry only sang the national anthem before, like this really shitty amateur wrestling. Like a roller derby or something. Yeah, like that. a yeah. roller derby event or something like that. So we start off this show, before we even played a note, we start off this show by playing Jerry only singing the national anthem. Now remember, we're opening yeah. for Jerry only. Now, in my mind, these guys, the way the montage is set up, they have the green room is upstairs. And you walk up the stairs and you hang out. You don't have to pay attention to the crowd. You don't have to listen to the other bands. You just So in my mind, no one's going to know that we're doing this. I was wrong. But this is how we started out the show. Yep. And I'm, by the way, I'm going to stop it at the point that's the funniest point. I don't want to go through this like a two-minute bit, but mm. we'll, we'll stop it. At this time, we ask you to please rise and remove your hats and eye makeup <laughs> for the singing of our national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we 
Alright, so far so good, right? It's a punk rock bass player. It's fine. But you wonder with this song, did you start in the right key? Because yeah. that's important. And here comes the part right here. He just changed the key, everybody! Oh. He was not gonna be able to hit that though. Not even. That close. was atrocious. And if you remember, Crush, we have a flag. <laughs> That's the Ice Stuff's flag. And we all just stood there for two minutes straight with our hands over our hearts, ah. just trying not to laugh <laughs> uncontrollably as we played everybody in the room's hero butchering the national anthem to a packed fucking house. To a packed house. It was a it was a great show. Yeah. Until, until it wasn't. All right, so let's get into it. We play a song. We were we surprisingly went over well yeah. for this crowd, which which I was surprised by, and we immediately start making fun of Glenn Danzig, and I assume that Glenn Danzig is fair game at this point. There's that video of him getting punched out. You know, Glenn Danzig's like this built dude. I mean, yeah. he's a midget, but he's a built dude, and he thinks he's so tough. And there's that viral video yeah. where I think it's like a dude in another local band or something just fucking knocks him out of his ass. Yeah. So we're making fun of the fact that Danzig is a chick with uh, jokes like this. The isotopes all love vagina. So much so that this Halloween they're all dressing up as Glenn Danzig. Am I right, people? And now, more <laughs> So you always make a joke funnier by saying, am I right, people? Yeah. This is a rule that I've learned. All right, so this was on October 25th, 2011. Yeah. Is when this show happened. So we yeah. got Halloween coming up. We're making fun of Glenn Danzig. Later on in the show, we have another Danzig is a girl joke. There was an internet rumor going around that Glenn Danzig would be at tonight's show. Unfortunately, he got a nasty case of toxic shock syndrome from a bad batch of Tampax and won't be able to make it. And now, more isotopes. Alright, so you're getting the sense of what's going on here. Uh. We're just making fun of the Misfits and Danzig, and we don't give a shit. And surprisingly, everyone in the room who you'd think would have no sense of humor, because these people typically don't, yeah. were laughing. They're on board! They yeah. They're totally on board. We even get to the point where we introduce our go-go dancers. And uh, we had two go-go dancers come up to the stage. And just so you know, we play our own applause, just in case nobody wants to <laughs> applaud for the go-go dancers. I want to make sure they feel like they're loved, so that's why we do this. Ladies and gentlemen, increasing the number of females at the show to two, <laughs> it's the Isotopes Go-Go Dancers. Give it up for Jenny Talia and Sharon Peters. Huge fans of gutter punk and premature ejaculation. <laughs> See, you've all got a shot. And now, more isotopes. All right, so now we're making fun of the audience. Yeah, that was this, right. This next one, I think, is brilliant. And remember that we're opening for a band that's called The Misfits that doesn't feature Doyle... Or Glenn Danzig. So this was this next one. We were going to learn some Misfits songs to play this evening, but then we found out there was already a Misfits cover band on the bill. <laughs> and now, more isotopes. 
I'm guessing that one was not well received by the guys in the so-called Misfits. I guess not. Right? They probably didn't like that. Well, they didn't like that. They certainly didn't like this joke. And this is about the fact that the Misfits were in the WWF. They did some pro wrestling stints for a little while. So we had to take advantage of that. You know the Misfits used to wrestle in the WWF? I just wish they would have had a career more like Owen Hart or Chris Benoit. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. And no more isotopes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. So then this was the, the bit that we, it came back to us after all this went down. Yeah. This is what pissed him off the most. This was the straw that so, broke so the, this next, gets back. This next one that I'm about to play. And you're going to find out that the, when you listen to this, the find out who the joke is on. Yeah. Okay. So th- these are dumb people who don't understand how jokes work. But listen to the thing that pissed off Jerry only the most. This weekend, Jennifer Lopez cried on stage while performing a song about her recent breakup with singer Mark Anthony. In a related story, Misfits bassist Jerry Only cried backstage tonight when he realized he was at the Montage Music Hall in Rochester, New York, playing with the Isotopes. <laughs> now I want to point out, Croce and I write all the jokes for this band. I believe that's a Croce. That is a Croce, yeah. Because anytime it, it points out something in pop music... <laughs> I know I didn't write it. So who are the jokes on in that? The jokes are on the fact that we're at the montage, so we're making fun of the montage. Yeah. We're in Rochester, we're making fun of that. And you're playing with the isotopes. So the jokes are on those three entities. Yeah. And the thing that really pissed them off, because they told us this afterwards, you said Gerioni was crying. Like, well, no, no, yeah, we did. But see, the, the point, see, the way that worked in the joke was, yeah. you shouldn't have us shitheads opening for you. Yeah. You're Jerry Only from the Misfits. Okay. So these uh. fucking these fucking retards. And then when we were about to finish the show, it was surprising. I didn't think it was going to go down the way that it did. But we did have some foreshadowing. We did have this nailed as how this was going to go down. The Isotopes have just one more song. If you want to talk to them after the show, they'll be running for their lives. Maybe just hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> and now... So, again, I thought they would be upstairs in the green room, hanging out, doing whatever 65-year-old punk rockers do. Ah. I assume it's putting on Ben Gay. Whatever. No, they were standing in the back of the rooms, arms folded, pissed off at us the entire time. Ah. It didn't help that their audience enjoyed our jokes. Yeah, no shit. And they were not having it. Before I get into the next part. I just want to play a couple other jokes that are not even related to Misfits, but I went back and listened to these today. I'm like, oh, these are kind of funny. Dessert is always delicious, but still my all-time favorite course is intercourse. <laughs> oh, no. That's such a stupid oh, joke. Right, right. This next one, though, I love because, and I, I made this rule, we have to make fun of Katy Perry at every show. Today is the birthday of singer Katy Perry. Judging by the lyrics to her songs, We'd like to wish Katie a happy eighth birthday. <laughs> and now, more That's a crush all the way. All right. So, we get done with the show. We load our shit off the stage. And little do we know, this guy, Eric Chupacabra Ark, is trying to confront all of us. One yeah. at a time. Well, like, the and, drummer from the Misfits. And he found me first. And he found Crows first. So... We, we load our shit off the stage quick because we're nice people. We're polite. We know there's other bands. 
We got shit off the stage. We have it all loaded to the side of the stage. Crozier goes outside to probably smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I was going, I was uh, out smoking a butt real quick. Yeah. And yeah, this fucking dude, he was like, he was way shorter than me, yeah. but real built, you know? Yeah, he he was as tall as he was wide. He was yeah. a big dude. And I, and I didn't know, I, I, I did not know he was in a uh, the van or anything. And like, gets right up in my face. And he's like, hey man, I really enjoy the music. And I'm like, oh, hey, cool, thanks, man. I, you know, put my hand out, shake his hand. He goes, what I didn't like was the jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, you know, we're, we, we try to have some fun. And, you know, we're picking on us. We pick on the montage. We kind of whatever. Well, you know, I didn't like it. And and, and, and I don't know exactly what he was saying to me because it was, uh, I was like, I, I knew things were going bad. I'm looking left and right. There's like a couple people out back smoking. And so I flicked the cigarette and then like one move, turn and like try to get back into the door. I'm a couple feet from the door and bam, I, I never saw it coming. Yeah. Never saw it coming. Got me right in the corner, like right on the temple, right above where my glasses arm was. And I just saw fucking stars. Yeah. Stars. And I just, I, I crouched. I went like down. I was still on my feet, but, but crouched and yeah. I got kicked in the fucking face a couple times. And then... All of a sudden, this dude's pulled off. I, like, stumble inside. I'm still seeing, like, uh, stars and shit. And I made it into the, the bathroom to fucking put my face back together. You yeah, know what your, I mean? Your lip was bleeding. Oh, I was yeah, all over yeah. the fucking place. And then, yeah, I stumbled out, and I saw that there was a bunch of commotion going on in the room. So I don't know who broke up the fight with you, but obviously not someone who was concerned about the rest of our safety. Because yeah, no shit. He then goes to try to beat up our keyboard player who's running to his car. Yeah. Willie gets away. Willie be hard again. And then he goes and talks to our drummer. And again, with the compliments. Wow, you're a really good drummer. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. None of us know this guy's in the business. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's not a recognizable figure. And he goes, I didn't like the jokes. And of course, our drummer is just like, well, I don't have anything to do with that. You know, he probably fucking points his finger my way. He's like, this, this fucking guy writes all the jokes. So the guy walks over to me and he says, he did, I didn't like the jokes. And at that point, I'm getting compliments from everybody getting off the stage. I yeah. was like, holy shit, great show. That was, we had a fucking circle mosh pit going yeah. during our show. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. And people were like, oh, I love the jokes. People were all laughing. And, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, I didn't like your jokes. I'm like, okay. You know, at this point, I'm just like, oh, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know, obviously, the crowd has spoken kind of thing. And as soon as I reacted in a way that wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we yeah. did something to offend you. Same thing. Just uh, out of nowhere. And I'm wearing my nerd glasses. We dress as nerds. Yeah. I go down straight to the, I go straight back backwards. My glasses flung no exaggeration, 20 feet. I didn't know where they went to. Yeah. Thank God we had some friends there who grabbed him, pulled him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was stunned by it. I had no idea that that was going to go down. Yeah. So then we load our shit out. We're talking to Randy, the owner of the place. And he's going, guys, I am so sorry. I can't believe this happened. And we're going, yeah, what the fuck, man? This is crazy. Don't you have bouncers? Who's fucking managing this place? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you guys got to go. <laughs> the mistress watch you fucking out of here. Yeah. And I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. They assaulted us yeah. and we have to go? Yeah. Meanwhile, what do, I don't want to watch the fucking mistress. Yeah, no I felt bad for our drummer, but I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So we all leave. We have a buddy who's in another band practices in the same building as us. A hero. I would call him a hero. Yeah. Nothing short of a hero. An American hero. He watched the whole thing go down, and he's a big Misfits fan. He's in a, a punk band. 
and he does not like what he sees. Yeah. And decides to take the law into his own hands. Goes out and slashes the tires all of, of their them. all of the tires yeah. of their tour bus. Yeah. And the misfits were stuck in Rochester all, all night. night. <laughs> 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 fucking stuck at the montage oh. in Rochester. Right across from the Hotel Cadillac, the oh. worst place to be in Rochester, in October, late October, a terrible place to be. And it's just, it's, it was an amazing thing that happened because I've always hated the Misfits. We got to play yeah. with them. It turned out to be a great show. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then, of course, yeah. it was the biggest debacle ever. So, of course. But they sure as fuck weren't going to touch us from the stage. They weren't. Yeah. There's just no fucking way, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I'm 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 not one to blow smoke up my own ass. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you are. But I am. We fucking tore that place apart, dude, and, and we, we got the audio it. to prove it, man. That we place, we we fucking ruled. Oh that yeah, joint. we do have that whole show recorded. That's right. And I, and I guarantee those fuckers didn't, man. I know what the misfits sound like, and it ain't fucking. Well, good I heard it. from people that it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry so, only was singing, so I don't yeah, know how good it could be. I mean, it's a rolling T-shirt factory. It's not right. the music isn't a big concern of it. But. You could walk into a hot topic and be more entertained. Yeah. Than being in a misfit show that's my second hot topic joke all right yeah. so final thing that happened the next morning and this is how people like me react to a situation like that i photoshop a picture of chupacabra the drummer from the misfits sucking a giant dick and i upload it to our facebook page in 2011 facebook was all the rage yeah I upload this picture of this guy sucking a mean dick. It was a, it was a rather sizable penis. It was a huge dick, and he's just sucking away at it. Uh, and I upload this to our Facebook page, and I feel like, all right, all is right with the world, because that's the revenge you want to get. It was taken down from Facebook because a complaint was made, which means he saw it and complained to Facebook. Mm. So there's tires were slashed, and he sucked a dick. We win. Yeah. That's the moral of the story, right? No. I mean, he was in that band for like eight months or something. I don't think it was even a thing. And they're they're certainly not a going concern. You know what I mean? So Nobody fucking gives a shit about that band. No. They're fucking and, terrible. And the ones that do, they it's the t-shirt. You know what I mean? They want the fucking t-shirt. Well, can I tell you, can I tell you what the most famous thing about the Misfits is? That Metallica covered one of their songs. Yeah. That's how shitty they are. You guys ever heard of the Misfits? Oh, yeah, Metallica does their song. Yeah. On the album where they do all those three chord songs that all suck. Yeah. Hannah, welcome back to the show. I feel like we should probably introduce you in the right way. Hey, I'm Manny Muskets. Just wanted to welcome you to the WATP family real quick. Hit me up anytime. I'm just a dabbler Looking for a partner Someone who knows how to read With great big bazongas Tell me about your father Are you a natural redhead? I only rushed this song So I could call dibs Hey Hannah, you like acid? I can supply it Plus my fam already lives Somewhere in Charlotte Hey Hannah, you like acid? So 
song comes out of that, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the longest. Manny's been killing it lately. Did Manny win the uh, funniest guy in Philly contest? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know sure he's been either. doing a lot of stuff though. Well, that sets. song is only a minute eighteen, but it feels like the second yeah, side of Abbey Road for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, that went and on I so never long. But it's what great to do. So I just sit here and stare at the camera. Well, you're doing a good job of that. So Hannah, mm -hmm. we we've missed you. The people have missed you. You haven't been on the show in a few weeks. And uh, I guess some people are saying you've been laying low because you are actually in Crystalia's sex cult. Is that true? Uh, I can't comment on that at this time. Okay. All right. So th um, there is no. an FBI investigation going on. There's an <laughs> yeah. active investigation. Yeah. No, I've had some um, health stuff, but I'm okay now. I can function again. Oh, so, gosh. It sounds, sounds serious. It's not really. It's just like I was almost narcoleptic, so it was hard to do stuff. Narcoleptic meaning you were sleeping all the time? Yep. Zero energy. My thyroid died, basically. Oh, no. That sounds serious. Yeah, it's, it's okay. We're fixing it. We're on yeah. the right track. I can move again. Good. Yeah. Now that I am, I, I realize today, since I've been actually doing stuff again, I have stucho hands. But oh, no. Mine are... Yeah, and mine's from manual labor, though, not being a dirty little gopher. Keep those off um, the camera, Hannah. We can't have those I know. on camera. It's a blister, not a festering sore. Okay, good. You weren't just itching <laughs> your, your palms because you're an alcoholic no. and scratched no. out to the bone? Has that, anyone made um, Garbage Pail Kid art uh, featuring Stuttering John? I don't think they have. That's a pretty good idea. If people know it, I can't believe you even know what a Garbage Pail Kid is. Carl, I'm old. Are you? Yeah. Were you born in the 80s? No, not the 80s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not that old. <laughs> okay, all right. That's enough out of you. Blinky Jedi with two bucks. Yay, super chats. What time is Cardiff on? Mike Morse sucks. No Cardiff today, but you'll see Cardiff because we are going to play to catch an alien. And Dominic with two bucks. Carl is hungry for super chats. I am, and I'll never be fed. I'll never be full. Um, so Hannah, let's talk about an important issue that's going on. Okay. You informed me and I understand there's a plan to do a, a new photo shoot <clears throat> with mint salad. Yeah, I hope so. I'm trying to get up there in the fall to go visit her and go camping and stuff. So some people are saying this photo shoot is going to re reveal full bush. Is that true? That's what some people are saying. Not to my knowledge. Okay. We haven't discussed details yet. Oh, okay. Well, I guess the rumor mill is just flying wild then. I, I guess it is. It really is. <laughs> Snooker man with two pounds. Carl, eyes up, please. How do you know where my eyes are, sir? <laughs> you got me. Uh, Busted. Oh, um, Peaches wanted, or Peaches, Jesus Christ. Purple wanted me to ask you what you think of Peaches. Purple wants to know what I think of peaches, like like mm -hmm. the fruit peaches. No, like his cat. He said to whip this in your oh, face. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. I, I see peaches in the Discord all the time. Peaches is a cute mm -hmm. cat. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of uh, fun cats in our Discord. I never thought There's that I would attract cat people, but apparently that, <laughs> that too likes laughing at jerks is cat people. Yeah. Yeah, the black cat says, girl who suddenly falls asleep often. That does sound like Crystalia's type. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Christian, you might be onto something, my friend. Maybe that's why that rumor started. Yeah, it wasn't my thyroid. It was um, uh, Rufalin. I see. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like you're you're just joking around with us now. You're not really having sex with Chris D'Elia. No. You're, prob- <laughs> you're probably too old for him, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, guys, keep the questions for Hannah coming in. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the chat over here. Of course, super chats are easier to read, as everybody knows. But um, let's read some some reviews, and then we'll get to uh, to catch an alien. Okay. But let's read some uh, some recent reviews since you are our review girl. This one is from Bone Guy, uh, transphobic and racist. Okay, uh, I'm gonna guess that that is a five star review. It is five oh, stars. <laughs> I was actually joking. Oh, right. no, it is. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I feel like that could be a serious one, too, potentially. <laughs> okay. This one's from Hamburger. Hamburger. Uh, snag- Hamburger. Snaggletooth cringe. This show needs more closure. The last time I needed closure this bad was when my Asian girlfriend left me unexpectedly. Hamburger. What does closure have to do with your Asian girlfriend leaving you? That's a, a weird connection you're making in your head there, sir. But thank you, Hamburger. Uh, I think that's probably, I, I, I appreciate the Snaggletooth talk. I'm guessing that's probably a five-star review. Sure is. Very good. I wonder if that's the same Hamburger that's in the uh, YouTube chat right now. Where mm, are you reading maybe. these reviews from? We found a new source of reviews recently. Let's uh, Podcast Addict. Okay, Podcast Addict. If there's other places, somebody sent me this. Like, by the way, there's tons of reviews on here. If there's other places people are reviewing the show, let me know because I know people aren't going to Apple Podcasts as, as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Grim Fuse has a question for me. Oh, I'm answering questions now. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Box, why does Carl always get into boomer fights? Because I, I make fun of boomers. Or is he saying you are a boomer? Oh, maybe he's saying that I am a boomer. That's very possible as well. You know, it's interesting. We do uh, rag on some Gen Zers out there, and uh, they don't seem to take notice. (laughs) They don't seem to get as upset, probably because they're too busy driving around in a Ferrari and having 13 million YouTube subscribers to worry about And 13 million pronouns. There's a lot of pronouns going on right now, Mm -hmm. Hannah. That's a good observation on your part. Yes. That's a good observation. Oh, speaking of, do you want uh, one last review? Of course I want one last review. Okay, this is from Terry Berry, a garbage podcast run by pieces of shit who wouldn't understand the basic biology of gender if it slapped them in the face through their unabashedly worn clanhood. Really, it's the continued propagation of filth like this that reminds me that we have a long ways to go before we have a properly cleaned and controlled internet. Actually, talk to your wives for once in your lives, and then you'll be able to make something of yourself instead of being another review show, piggybacking off of others. Fuck you! Now, I don't know if it's the way that you read it, but I'm really hoping that that is a one-star review. That person is serious. It's a five-star Ah, review. damn it. I mean, thank you. Trick. You did it right. I appreciate that. I do like the five stars, so I was kind of hoping that person was serious about that. That would have been fun. <laughs> Um, so here's a question from Turk February. Hannah, what's that mm. Ghostbusters thing back there? Great question. Oh, yeah. This um, So Mr. Hannah is really into Ghostbusters and builds proton packs and all kinds of stuff. So 
There are several proton packs he made back here and posters. Pretty much everything you can think of, Ghostbusters. So did he like the uh, the reboot, the newer Ghostbusters movie? Yeah, he did. I think at first he wasn't sure about it, but he likes it now. The only one he didn't like, <laughs> he which is He wasn't sure how one... to feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the only really shitty one was the one with um, where they tried to make girl Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think that was the one everyone's like. I've never really. seen that one, and I feel like I've seen too much of it. I couldn't watch it. It yeah, was really it seems awful. seems pretty terrible. And uh, by the mm-hmm. way, Ghostbusters Two also is a turd of a movie. That movie sucked. <laughs> it's not good. He likes that. One. He likes that <laughs> one. It's really bad. So. It's not even close to as good as the uh, the original. Uh, Pony Power mm-hmm. Two with two bucks. Did Mister Hannah get a new printer? No, he still has the same two that he's had. I think he might be getting another one soon, but yeah. What are we talking about? A 3D printer? Oh, yeah, 3D printers. And is that how he makes his Ghostbusters stuff? Some parts of it. What does he do for? What is? All right, now I'm asking a question. What does Mr. Hannah do for a living? What's he up to? Um, he he was a geologist, and now he works with his dad, who has a company selling light construction equipment. So he travels a lot doing that kind of stuff. And then oh, he when leaves, he gets home, he, he makes- leaves you home alone, does he? <laughs> yeah interesting that's a weird no, just, career move to go into sales from being a geologist is it just because there's more money in that well there's more money in it and then um it was also since it was his dad's company i think it was uh that's why here less forehead there <laughs> i know there you go jody b <laughs> that's very rude of you he says question for hannah can i please see less forehead and more tits please two pleases <laughs> i guess that was polite we said please yeah yeah all right, so it's his dad's company, so there's some nepotism going on. He gets all the perks, mm-hmm. and everyone, his coworkers all hate him, probably. Um, yeah, actually, it's just, like, him and his dad and his brother, so. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> my uh, my old business partner, both of his sons. So I, I, was, I was a partner at a company with a guy who owned another company as well, and we were all in the same building. And his two sons worked for the other company. And mm-hmm. they didn't have to work or do anything or even show up. And he, oh. didn't, he didn't fucking care. And then one time I tried to sit down with his, his one son and teach him how to do something. And uh, then I guess he complained to his dad and I got yelled at for teaching him how to what? do something. Yeah. So I have, oh. a, I have a bad experience with, um, I don't know, father and son relationships in a business. Maybe that's just me, though. Yeah. No, it, it gets interesting. Jim said a I thought there should be more syllables there for some reason. I was about I was gonna be like Jim said a lot, a lot, a lot. It's not that Jim said a lot. Uh, I'm torn about Hannah. On one hand, she's setting off my fear of clowns. On the other hand, she is awakening my Red Sonia infatuation from the '80s. LOL. JK. Is it the red hair that is the clown thing? Maybe. Maybe. Or just my personality. I don't know. This is a good question by Japanese fart enthusiast. Does Hannah feel threatened by the AI review girl? As soon as they figure out how to give that thing bigger cans, it's over for her. What do you think about yeah. that, Hannah? Yeah, I mean, I said the same thing. I was surprised that she was very conservatively dressed mm-hmm. and didn't just have like big giant robot boobs. Um, yeah, I'd say once that's uh, in the works. That is threatening. 
robot boobs. Now everyone's <laughs> getting excited. <laughs> Where's Casey? I was just uh, messaging with Casey the other day. She is in. Oh, uh, you talked to her? I did. Yes, she's in uh, Northern Florida. I don't know if she wants me saying this, but I'm not giving anything away. Her and her husband bought a house that no one had lived in for like 10 years. They bought this like abandoned house. And she's like, yeah, there's barely any holes in the roof. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys up to? Holy shit. (laughs) She lives a very different lifestyle than I do. Yeah, Florida is not a climate I would want holes in my roof. No, it gets gets a little rainy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're aware are you, of that. Are you getting a house in Florida then still? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. I'm going to be there later today, which I'm very excited oh, okay. about. That'll be cool. Uh, Ray Blunt with a New Zealand 220. Can Hannah do star jumps? Oh, good question. Can you mm-hmm. can you do star jumps? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's still recovering, Ray. Yes. But that's a good question. Uh. All right, let's let's play to catch an alien. It's just you and me today, okay. so we got our uh, work cut out for us. Don't say yeah. that. Get confident, well, stupid. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? Accept it today. It's almost celebrated. Oh, she's so brave and strong. You know, she's such a great entrepreneur. Really. Yeah. What a loser you are, buddy. Rich, I, I had a friend, and I, I couldn't believe it. I had to say, she's doing what? And they were low on money, and he, he said, uh, you know, she goes on, he's like, uh, you know, we, we made $3,000 on OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, aren't you guys, like, engaged? Yeah, but she made 3000 yeah. in one week. What did she do? She fingered herself. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The girl you're about to engage to <laughs> fingered herself for three grand on OnlyFans. Yeah, but nobody touched her. And this is how these people think. It's crazy. Like, it's okay for her to show her shit. And somebody, and however many, three grand worth, four grand worth, watch the girl you're about to marry finger herself. She might as well just be and you're at the okay with that? Yeah. He seems pretty excited about it. I'm like, yeah, we get it. We get it, Tommy. Jesus, we got it. She's not only fans masturbating. Yes. We understand yes. how this works. Chats. Uncle Scrooge, ten dollars. I'm partial to Ghostbusters too, maybe because as a child I was so scared of Virgo I couldn't sleep for two weeks. Left a lasting impression. I loved the new one, by the way. All right, someone else likes that movie. You know they used to play it on Comedy Central all the time. Just not did you say funny. Virgo, Carl? Why? What did I say? I think you said Virgo instead of Vigo. <laughs> oh, Carl, Vigo. are you secretly into astrology? It's, not, it's no secret. <laughs> I get real excited about it. Vigo. All right. I haven't seen that movie in a while. On right. June 8th, we, we always watch the first one and the second one because it's Ghostbusters Day. Why is June 8th Ghostbusters Day? I think it was the day that it first came out, the oh. original one. It's not as clever as the Star Wars Day thing. No. But... All right. Sorry to interrupt. Let's get back to this. This is um, this is some conversation Tommy's having. Oh, my yeah. goodness. But that's well, how it be... is today. Yeah, maybe there'll be people at the wedding that subscribe to her only fan. Yeah, you know, get to go to the wedding. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, finger for 3K, I guess 6K to fuck. B, 
I hope they bring a big envelope. Next, maybe a new OnlyFans tier. Come to my wedding. Four, they always say, a whore in the sack, not at the altar. <laughs> Lastly, only the husband should see his wife finger herself. It's sacred to catch an alien. Wow, this is a tough one, Hannah. Now, normally I don't go first, but I think today I will. Okay. And um, I really want it to be four, of course. Mm-hmm. And it might be, I almost think it's B, big envelope, because it doesn't even make fucking sense. It's so stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, that's something Tommy would say. I don't know. What do you guys think? Andy says it's two. The Black Cast says number one. You could fuck the bride for 6,000. Tommy from Mars thinks it's number two. Void Wraith is end it with one. All right. I, I'm going to big envelope. I just have a feeling I want it to be four. Hannah, what do you think? I think it's one because he just keeps saying fingers herself. He says it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's one, okay. but I wish it was two. I could see him going, <laughs> they bring a big envelope. All right. Let's All right. find out. Watch the girl you're about to marry finger herself. She might as well just be. And you're at the okay wedding. with that? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! But that's well, how it be, is today. Yeah, maybe there'll be people at the wedding that subscribe to her OnlyFans. Yeah, you know, get to go to the wedding too. So you I know. hope they bring. I hope they bring a big Crazy envelope. Crazy world we live in. <laughs> maybe they'll bring a big envelope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a big yes! donation to the booster for that one, eh? And then, what, what do you say to this? Uh, you know, there was, I always break his balls about this anyway. One day, Rob, my, uh, my engineer, he couldn't make it. So I called this guy who's always complaining about money, you know, needs 300, 500, blah, blah, blah. I say, hey, do you want to come in for two, three hours, you know, hit buttons, whatever, I'll edit it after it. He says, mm-hmm. I'm cooking a crock pot. I can't come in to do it. Now, you've been mm-hmm. bugging me for weeks about this. Now, this is a man. This is fascinating. So, Cardiff is speculating. He's talking about Scott the engineer right here. Because as we know, after um, Centering John brought Scott on the show, Scott then got a job doing some engineering for Tommy. Let me back that up now that we know the context of this. Mm-hmm. This is interesting because this sounds like Scott the Engineer, if I had a, if I had a guess. And then what, what do you say to this? Uh, you know, there was I always break his balls about this anyway. One day, Rob, my, uh, my engineer, he couldn't make it. So I called this guy who's always complaining about money. You know, needs 300, 500, blah, blah, blah. I say, hey, do you want to come in for two, three hours? You know, hit buttons, whatever. I'll edit it after it. He says, mm-hmm. I'm cooking a crock pot. I can't come in to do it. Now, you've been mm-hmm. bugging me for weeks about this. Now, this is a man. I'm cooking a crock pot. Rich, I don't even know what a crock pot is. <laughs> that's that's all for this time come back next time to find out if you have the fingers to catch an alien also Tommy a crock pot is something you can use to slow cook meats or stews Right. brought to you by subreddit surfing <laughs> Wednesdays at 8 on YouTube yeah I guess they uh, they don't have crock pots in Pennsylvania, where Tommy is from. Must, that must be the case. All right. Well, wow. Producer Chris wasn't here to see it. I'll have to text him and tell him. 
that I won. No, I know. He's keeping the official score. No, I feel like you're good at to catch an alien. I feel like I am too. Thanks, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. I've, I, yeah. I've actually have not won in a very long time. It has oh. not been. It has not been going well. So I'm glad we were able to uh, to rebound there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we can wrap things up. I appreciate you coming on. It's good to see you. It's been too long. Yeah, you too. Hopefully we'll get you on. I know Wednesdays are tough for you. How many hours a week do you work? Because it seems like you're working all the time. Probably between, I say on average, like 45 um, to 50. That's that's but, too much. Yeah. I can't have my review girls with full-time jobs and working extra hours. It's just, it's going to fuck up my schedule. And that's a problem. Well, I know the nerve. Well, I'm trying to get better on Wednesdays. Like if I can get to the gym at 5.30 in the morning, then that makes Wednesdays easier. Now you're talking. Yep. Now this is making sense. So when you're saying I'm working late, you're just going to the gym after work, and that's why you can't read reviews. No, I am working late too, <laughs> but uh-huh. I have to squeeze everything in. You do have to squeeze everything in. Mm-hmm. Thank you for setting me up for that one. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Uh, Snookerman with two pounds. Thanks, Hannah. I, I should announce too, I should have set this up in, in the upfront. Um, I am getting some submissions for Patty Broken Skull songs. Now that he is just like live streaming every day and he's just talking about me and oh, his mm-hmm. Patreon is up too. Oh God, I'm sorry to get distracted on you real quick, but let me see what his number was at because I was looking at it the other day and I was very happy for him. And then uh, Doug from the Jingles Department sent me a video clip of him saying that he would allow me to come back on his... Uh, patreon 32 patrons wow he has doubled it in the last week that's exciting he's got to be excited about that i like that he's actively calling you out now when he talks about you oh he sure does alluding to it he's just saying it yeah i think he's finally trying something different which i give him credit for like Mm -hmm. like for a long time he was just doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same shitty results and he's just like maybe i should do everything the exact opposite like yes you definitely should. Uh, Jay says, is Hannah coming to Ferndale? That's a good question. Can Ferndale? you make it to uh, Detroit for our live show September 15th? No, I won't be able to make that one. I wish I could go, but we have like a bunch of stuff we have to go to, like weddings. And someone's having their wedding in Croatia. So we're just, Yeah. So we're trying to just like not need to chill out a are little the, bit. Are the people having the wedding in Croatia from Croatia? No, one's from... Okay, then let me tell you this. They don't want you to go. The reason why they're having a wedding in Croatia is so that they don't have to have anybody there. Because that is definitely like a move that you make when you're like, I don't want people at my wedding. All right, we'll go to Croatia then. I think they're trying to be um, equally inconvenient for everyone because her husband's from Australia and then she's from here. So instead of one family having to travel or one group, it's just everyone has to. Yeah, that's great. Great. Yeah. A solution that pleases nobody. Excellent. Well yeah, done. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I can't make it. That's disappointing. Snooker... What? That's disappointing, but maybe oh. uh, maybe we can get our uh, AI review girl to show up yeah. in, in Detroit. Or Vic or Casey. Um, or Mary Beth. Let's not forget mm-hmm. about our other review girl, Mary Beth. We also Mary have Beth. our results girl from the creep off, Jessica. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities here. Maybe I'll just get Tony from Hack the Movies to read reviews. Or Tony. I heard you trying, <laughs> <Or> Tony. <laughs> I heard you trying to start shit on one of the creep off episodes 
asking Jessica, Jessica, if there's like any rivalry, like, no, she is very nice and does a good job. <laughs> she is very nice and does a good job. You got, you got to meet her in Philly, right? I didn't really get to meet her. Oh, um, okay. I hope at the next one. Kyle says, get Jessica. She's hot. She's a very attractive lady. I agree with you, mm -hmm. Kyle. All right. I'm doing a bad job of wrapping things up as usual. Yep. Uh, any other questions for Hannah before we... Uh, oh, I think I missed a super chat. Let me just double check this. Yes, I did. Lawyers, guns, and money for five bucks. Happy Saturday to Carl and Hannah. Happy Saturday to you, lawyers, Saturday. guns, and money. Saturdays are the days that I work, but... Mm -hmm. I'm not complaining. It sounds like I'm complaining. It sounds yeah, a lot like I'm complaining. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap things up. Is this the Saturday show? Yes, Mike Cuts. I'm getting on an airplane in a little bit, so I will not be able to do a show. But next weekend, I'm back to my regular schedule. Um, I'll be back. Oh, this is a good question. Show us your boobs. Mm -mm. Uh, you have to get on our Patreon for that, sir. <laughs> that's how you. That's how that happens. Um, yes, thank you. Am I canceled? Yes. Dan, we almost got into parody songs. I know I got sidetracked there for some reason. Yes, send in your Patty Pukewater parody songs because uh, we're getting some submissions and we also want to name the review girl, the AI review girl. We need a name for oh, that. Yeah. The review girl is Susanna. That's that's not bad, Jody B. That's a really good idea. Or maybe we can get the real Susanna to be a review girl on the show because I want to talk to her. <laughs> I have some questions about to her because the last chapter that we did from Centering John's book was extremely impolite to Susanna and describing her vagina as a manhole with a mustache. So I have some questions. <laughs> I want to ask Susanna about how she yeah. feels about that. God. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I guess that works on two ways, though. If he meant, like, a hole for men, and then also, did he mean, like, sewage manhole or uh, stormwater manhole as he well? He was talking about size. He was talking okay. about the size of a manhole, and because she doesn't shave, it had a mustache. <laughs> it was quite rude. If I, if I do say so rude. myself, Ray Blunt with another five fifty in New Zealand dollars. Patty is the best. I love him. I want to have his babies. Oh, that's a that's a little bit crazy, but yeah. you got it red. Yeah, he's already got two, so what's a couple more? I know. And then what is Pugtooth saying? Why did you pick a blind co-host for your podcast that uses the most visuals? <laughs> Good, that's a good question. Yeah, why, Carl? He seems to be able to see well enough to know what's going on. I mean, I usually have to explain to him what's going on, but when he picks out the videos, he picks out good videos. So I'll give him that. Yeah, I like Blind Mike a lot. I do too. He's a good guy, and I enjoy his show. I was actually just listening to it. Uh, I was listening to him reviewing Richard Ojeda talking to a Native American person, mm -hmm. um, which was really funny. <laughs> All right, Hannah, again... For the fifth time, I'm going to end this thing. Good to see okay. you again. We'll talk again soon. Okay, bye. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. 
Have a good week. Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>